are back in the football shed. My name's John Hewitt. Roger Gibbs is here. Hello. Jeff King is here. Good day. And special guest Simon Christie's here. Good day, mate. Hello. Welcome to the shed. All the way from Scotland via West Brunswick. <laughs> yes. It's a long journey. It's arduous. Bloody hell, it's cold in here, isn't it? Yeah, it's always cold in here. And it's oh. always hot in summer. But welcome. So um, we're looking forward to your little bit of uh, Scottish input later on. So uh, we'll look forward to that. Um, Everyone, if you're new to The Shed, we are a weekly podcast by three English blokes, and sometimes a Scottish bloke, that live in Melbourne. Um, We don't watch every game because of a mix of time zones and having children, and not being 25 anymore, so needing sleep. (laughs) Um, But we try and pick some of our favourite bits and talk through them in Jeff's Shed each week, hence the name Football Shed. Um, If you enjoy it, give us a review on iTunes, subscribe, tell your mates. Um, If you want to get in contact, you can shoot us an email on footballshedpodcast at gmail.com or find us on social media by searching football shed that's basically it really um, but we always start with a question so this week's question everyone's looking at me very seriously fingers on buzzers so I'm going to put my hand up and say me me me, me. <laughs> so this weekend Aguero scored a hat trick um, three goals that means three three <laughs> yes. goals at once Man City. Alan Shearer has the most hat tricks in Premier League history how many does he have? More. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he does have more than Aguero. Uh, uh, how many? Can you tell us how many Aguero has? It's got no. nine. Nine. Yeah. So Alan Shearer has 14. 12. Simon? 13. Uh, it's 11. Roger Gibbs wins. Yeah. Oh, that's annoying, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, I looked at the top 25. And do you know someone who's in the top 25 that I did not expect to see? Victor Anichibi. No. But close. Emil Heskey. <laughs> no. Kevin Campbell. No way. Oh, wow. Super Kev. Big he scored Kev. four hat-tricks. Same as Teddy Sheridan. All for Arsenal? Or did he get one for Everton? I think he got one for Everton. Wow. Sure. Um, <laughs> did, did, you, did you also look up how many hat-tricks Ronaldo has? Because doesn't he have something oh, in ridiculous for, for Sp- in uh, Real Madrid? For Real Madrid. No, yeah. I didn't look it up, but he has like 30-odd. Yeah, it's just... I mean, because do you think Shearer, like, you know... But then you look at Ronaldo and you're like, it's just silly. But then it's a different league. Yeah. Oh, it's a different league. Monkey league. Premier League. So you won Rog. Rog. What's up? Uh, what is it? I'm, I'm, you won Rog. What do uh, you want to talk about? Um, well, I'd, to keep a thing going, I like to talk about the games that I watch. Because <laughs> uh, you know, I feel like it's not just watching the highlights. You've seen the whole thing. Um, we watched a couple of games last weekend, John. Yeah. Um, thriller, nil nil Cardiff. Nil nil thriller. Which I, John, had a bet on a player being sent off. And oh, you were so close. It's no, so it happened. No, it happened. Oh, yeah. yeah, a Cardiff bloke got sent off. Oh, no, uh, no, no, no Newcastle. Um, Hayden Kennedy should have got sent. There off. There we go. That was the what I was yeah. thinking. There we go. Um, but then a car, uh, Hayden. Yeah, Hayden got sent off for Newcastle but I did genuinely fist pump when he got sent off I was like <laughs> yes <laughs> but it was uh, my opinions on Cardiff and Newcastle have not changed <laughs> watching the game like uh, it was a championship game played by two teams that might be heading back to the championship and you felt like a red card was more likely than a goal like it was it was turgid the, for yeah the, the, like everyone had a bad touch pretty much every time they got the ball and was then diving into like, the following cha- you so know it, it was like so, nothing but Phil Jagielkins yes <laughs> yeah. do you know Kennedy who should have got sent off 
and missed a penalty. And took one of the worst free kicks yes. I've seen for a while. Also, in the first half, didn't pass one ball to someone on the same team. It's the first, a, it's first time record, ever yeah. Yeah, in the Premier League. So every pass gave the ball away? Every pass. And they went. still gave him the penalty? Yeah. He still walked up. And I, as soon as he walked up, I was like, why are they giving him yeah, the penalty? Yeah, he's going to miss it. I, I just don't understand why... He, he is their go-to player. Like they've got some more senior players, like who you think would take the free kicks and would take a penalty. Like surely Shelby would put his hand up. Sympathy. But, it's got to be sympathy. He's having a shocker. They're going to go. Oh, but then go if he's on, having mate. a shocker, shouldn't the captain turn around and go, "Mate, you're having a shit game." No, they're going. They're, they're going to remember you for having the worst game in a Newcastle shirt. So they're going to go, right? You know, this is your chance. Everyone, will, you'll get the headlines. You'll score the winning goal. Cheer up, mate. And actually, all went wrong. Go on, Simon. But if he's really good at kicking it at the opposition, then isn't he the best man to... No, because the keeper saved it. it. So he kicked it straight oh, to the keeper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but he's, I, I feel like he's the, you know, like the designated star player. And he had an absolute mare. But, yeah. I mean, you'd say Newcastle probably had a bit more quality than Cardiff, but I think Cardiff probably had the better of the game. Oh, but it was a, fucking awful football. It, it, was, it was just like, like watching... Terrible. And Cardiff them. have to win those games if they're going to stay up, and I I think they're going to struggle. But then we also watched um, Spurs Fulham. Fulham. What yeah. do you think of that one, Tom? Um, I thought Kieran Trippier's goal was one of the best ever. It's not fair. <laughs> it's what? just not fair that Kieran Trippier plays for a team that isn't one of my teams anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you don't like, get as excited. I don't feel like having Kieran Trippier is fair. <laughs> I feel like Spurs have a secret. <laughs> that everyone knows about and it's not fair on everyone else it's like he's two players because he's Who's the old Kieran Trippier and now he's like no, England no, superstar Kieran he's Trippier. just so fucking good at stuff although Fulham like so Kieran Trippier played right wing back or full back I don't know what it was but he basically played as a winger and Fulham just didn't bother marking him he's a wing back game. they played three at the back yeah, so yeah. the issue was that the because they had the five in midfield the um, Fulham full backs were tucking in so it just meant, and Trippier was hugging the touchline. So constantly oh, he just every had every ball. Space. Did like they the... not watch the World Cup? No. <laughs> <laughs> like it's madness. It was really funny to watch. Every time Spurs got the ball, they went to the left and then went ping to the right. Trippier. Oh, he's got loads of room. He's got loads of room. Just and that's the thing. He takes corners. He takes free kicks. And when he, this free kick that he scored is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. But it's just not a surprise. Yeah. It's just cheating. But isn't that good? Like as an English player who six months ago I would have been like, oh, what the right? World Cup? Yeah, it's great. But. <laughs> When he plays for Spurs, it's it's crap. I, I was slightly surprised that he took the free kick because Eric, Ericsson's, Ericsson's their go-to guy for free kicks. Normally, he takes all the free kicks and but took maybe all the free it's changed kicks. now. Maybe, yeah. but I, I mean, it was a it was a brilliant free kick, and he like his delivery is so good. I was saying to John, it's like he's similar to Beckham in that he doesn't have to go round a player doesn't need to be quick enough or skillful enough to go past them. He just needs half a yard to cross the ball. And those ones he does when he hits it first time, on the like on the volley yeah. or crosses first time, it, and it's such a weapon. And he's from the same town as Beckham and went to the same school. It's something in the water. <laughs> um, what did you think of Fulham? Uh, they were okay. They did okay in the second half. They came out, I watched a bit of the second half. They had half. a 20-minute spell and they yeah. played pretty well. Um, and then Spurs got the second goal, which... Um, was that a penalty, the second goal? Was there a penalty? I can't remember what the second goal was. Oh, that was the free kick. No, because Mora scored a wonder goal, didn't he, in the yeah. first half? Yeah. At the end of the first half. And then Trippier got that free kick against the run of play. Um, and then Harry scored Kane scored. A decent goal in August for his first goal. No, 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 no. What? No, <laughs> no. 
I mean, this is going on. Yeah, oh, I know that, but how annoying is all of that? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> like, the yeah. fact that, you, Rog, you've just perpetuated that nonsense on media. Of what? Uh, the, the, the Harry, Harry Kane in August. August. Score in August. Like, he's living his dream. He scored in August. That is not his dream. It's no one's dream to no. score a goal in a month. Yeah. But they, there's been a lot made of it, obviously. They've been talking about it. Oh, you know, it's, it's just... His barren spell of, what is it, 13 games or something yeah. like that? But, yeah. no, but you can... Yeah. But it's a good finish. You can say that, oh, Harry Kane's not scored a goal on the 26th of September, ever. Now it's his barren spell on the 26th of September. It's just nonsense. And the fact that it's got so much coverage just does my head in. But they like yeah. things like that. But I, 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 um, I think Fulham will be fine. I think they played some good football. I think Seri in midfield is going to be very good. Um, Kamara was crack, whoever Kamara is. That played <laughs> he was awful. The, the, um, who's your uh, Kearney? Tom Kearney. He's, He's good. also good. I think they've got definitely got enough about them that they'll be fine. But I just think they've brought in a lot of signings and they'll take a little while to bed in. Um, I also think Spurs look good. and I'm, I already feel like I want to change a couple of my predictions. Not necessarily because I think that Chelsea and Arsenal won't be better than they were last year, but I think I've underrated Spurs again. Like They're just... <laughs> they're really good. They're good. Like Yes, they haven't. They've got no, <laughs> they've got no squad depth. Um, and they might come unstuck yeah. a bit with some injuries, but it's early in the season, and they're they're playing really. But good all football. the teams that are doing well are the teams that haven't changed too much. Like if you bring in eight or nine new players and yeah. try and bed them in, you're going to be crap for the first six true. weeks. Spurs are basically exactly the same as last year. Just carry on, and and they're scraping wins, which I think previously they would have. They not, might not have. Yeah, last week against Newcastle, they just got over the line. They weren't brilliant against Fulham, but they were good enough, and. That's what you want for a top four. You seen, you seen the petition that's been signed to have them been deducted points? No. Have you seen this? No. So because their stadium is is not going to be finished in time, they've got to move games. Yeah. They're saying that um, what's his name, Levy? Levy yeah, Daniel, 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 Daniel Levy. Levy knew this in advance, and basically the Premier League contract that everyone signs every year yeah. to say that you can fulfil your obligation as a Premier League side. He knew he wasn't able to fulfil and because of that they should be docked points 10,000 signatures so far why well but it doesn't change.org it's got lots to to answer for (laughs) change.org but does it matter where they play well I mean if I was playing Spurs I'd actually rather play them at Wembley. Wembley yeah exactly like if, would you rather play them at their home ground or a neutral stadium that's the home no you're football? missing the point would you rather they be docked points or not no Why I like not? Spurs you hate Spurs you signed the petition I'm 10,001 I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a GoFundMe we, <laughs> five six years ago on Reddit Everton and Spurs were quite similar are you kind of going? Oh, I wish I, wish I was Spurs. Where, than where are you going? Which days are you going back? Well, to? it was the battle for well, fifth, when, wasn't like, it? Yeah, Jerry, Jerry Francis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, in the David Boys days. No, it's exactly right. It was they were the two clubs that were yeah, knocking on David the top Moyes door. Always like fifth yeah. and sixth. Yeah, and remember the first year Spurs qualified for Champions League. It was such a big thing. It was like, oh my god, a team has broken into that into that mould. And they obviously have shot off, and and they we finished top three last three. Years. Everton didn't, yeah. <laughs> fair to say, and um and then it got went from bad to worse to Sam, and uh, <laughs> and, and hopefully now it's now it's turned round slightly. But 
yes, I, I hate Spurs. And, <laughs> and yes, I want them docked points because of whatever reason you'll give me. But, but, um, but no, they, they, they're good. It was a good game to watch. That yeah. one. The other game. Problem is, they're good at football too, and it's yeah. entertaining, and that's what does. That's why I don't think it's fair that they have Kieran Trippier. <laughs> Okay, Joe. Um, well, would you want to mention your Everton Southampton game as you're uh, to give you a bit of a yeah, Richarlison. He's quite good, isn't he? He. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Three, three and two. Three and two, and some some excellent stats so far from Premier League forward rankings after two games. <laughs> big big sample size. And uh, I've got to say that this was um, before the Manchester City game. That that. Um, Sergio Aguero scored three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he was top on goals for the Premier League. Yeah. Top on duels for the Premier League. Top on fouls. Duels. One. Duels. Duels. One. Duels. Duels. Not duels. Not duels. Like in duels. like contests. Like in gladiators. I challenge you to a duel. Oh, Shadow. Yeah. Do you remember Shadow? <laughs> Got done for drugs. Yeah. Oh, he was brilliant. Oh, nobody, but nobody beat him at duel. He had those scary eyes. So top on duels. Um, fouls won first, tackles won first, interceptions second. This is in the Premier League after two rounds. That's incredible. His stats are incredible. Is he going to burn out after three rounds? No, Sounds like he's running around too much. He is the greatest player in the league. <laughs> Do you know, when you were reading those stats, uh, in my head, I was off in Gladiator World. <laughs> and I started thinking about, uh, who was the, um, the, uh, the Scottish guy? That um, was the referee, Gladiator. John, Anders- John Anderson. The best bit was Marika Johnson and Hunter having a baby together. That was scandalous. Oh, anyway. Um, <laughs> so okay, in all in all seriousness, he might not be the greatest player of all time, but they started well. The difference between this Everton side and the Everton side, so it, it's a pretty much the last game of the season last year was against Southampton at Goodison Park mm. it was a one-all draw and Everton got booed off at the end yeah. Sam Allardyce didn't even do a walk around and clap the team it was a disgraceful performance uh, the last seven games fact check me if I'm wrong last seven games of last season Everton didn't score a goal in the first half Wow. So to then carbon copy with only one new signing in this side. So the starting eleven, the only new signing that was playing for Everton was with Charlton. Yeah. Everyone else was playing in those last seven games. Now scoring two goals in the first half, and not just scoring two goals, but when Walcott's goal was amazing. Walcott's, that free kick. Uh, yeah, it's, Do you know they did, uh, it's one of the best free kicks I've seen for a while. Though. They did worked on that the day before. Literally the day before, they had an idea. Oh, let's do this, and it worked. Bingo! Great That's awesome. And, uh, the, do you remember the? It reminded me of that um, was it Argentina in the World Cup um, in '98 against England. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only twenty years ago, but yes, I do remember. Uh, <laughs> Javier Zanetti. Yeah, it was yeah. similar. Very, very, very clever free kick. Yeah. Anyway, um, and the, the the main. Di- I mean, there's it's chalk and cheese the way the way the team play. But the the thing that should breed most confidence is when Southampton scored a goal. So it was two one. That was what, poor defending, though. Danny should terrible like, defending. Yeah, shouldn't have happened. But I, I mean, but, you've got some centre backs to come in. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Because I mean, as I said, the same centre backs who were playing at the end of last year, apart from Ashley Williams, has gone, which is a big thing. Um, but the there was no defensive tactical change to go. It's two one. Let's sit on this. Let's get the points. Let's value the points. It was it was just nothing but attacking football. And the it should have been three one with Theo Walcott's miss yeah. in the second half. You see that football that flowed through to that chance. Absolutely brilliant. So I think that from a tactical perspective, 
it was we've gone two one. It's gone. It's gone to two one. Backs to the wall. Let's attack. I think that is just so refreshing to see. Next weekend, Everton play Bournemouth away. Basically, a battle for top four at the moment. Fifth v sixth. Well, I think I think Everton will win that. But it's um, uh, there's players that weren't clearly weren't having a good time under Big Sam as well. Now look like they're enjoying themselves. Like uh, Sigurdsson. Um, yeah. Looks good again. We you forget he was a really good footballer, yeah. and now they've literally given him the number ten shirt, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it which is ridiculous. why you signed him. That's the whole point. It yeah. sounds, we we could have had four number ten shirts last year, but they've literally gone. <laughs> oh, I think you're probably best at number ten. I'll tell you what. Why 10. don't you have number ten? <laughs> like it's fucking. I'll, t- I'll tell simple. you what. We'll even get rid of this other bloke. <laughs> yeah, we'll get rid of the other two. It wasn't very good. Oh, speaking of the other two, obviously the two number tens we had were basically Rooney and Classic. Classic. Yeah. Um, so Rooney now plays for DC United. Yeah. Uh, do you know the Rooney chant? No. Wayne the Swamp. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Like drain the swamp? Because he's playing in DC. <laughs> they go Wayne the Swamp. Wayne the Swamp. Wow. Like Donald wow. Trump rallies. Yeah. Wow. wow. Love look, it. He looks like he lives in a swamp. He does. He, he really does. <laughs> it's brilliant. I love wow. that. But yeah, I, I think Everton, are, like. I would have been pretty hesitant to watch an Everton game last year whereas I actually bet on them last week to score goals which is I mean I think you're playing about 30 yards further forward than you were under Big Sam but I, I mean I think it's how's your man love for Marcus, Marcus? you've been very, yeah. very quiet so far no, this well, year. because the fact that he's now Everton manager makes me love him less <laughs> Yeah, we're, go- we're going through a sticky enough. patch. Right. <laughs> when he goes to Man United, I'll love him again. But that's the thing; he, he would change Man United. Yeah. The, what he's done with the players he's had at Everton versus the way they played before, and I've got to say, when we compared Big Sam and Mourinho, Mourinho was Big Sam with better players. Yeah, what Silva's done, you would love to be done at Man United. Marco Silva, I his only problem is he's not been at a club for longer than six months in the last three years. Um, and his away record is awful. Like he's really good at playing at home, but he hasn't sussed out how mm. to play away from home. His away record with Watford and Hull was awful. So he can suss that out. He's still a relatively inexperienced coach. Yeah, he's not even forty yet. Um, oh, he's won the league in multiple countries. Did you? In um, I was listening to a rival podcast this week, and they were talking about Everton, and one of the. Um, one of the pundits said that you know Big Sam's sort of spruiking himself around town at the moment looking for a job. Well, I've heard and they, he's just like turning up on radio shows yeah. and going, "Oh, I'm, I'm available." They raised the suggestion of you know uh, Everton defensively not being great, or there's a few there's a few teams out there, but Big Sam has an amazing ability to sort teams out defensively. You know whether he'd perhaps accept a coaching role. To, you don't see it very. You don't see it with manage. I don't know if Big Sam would, but I mean he would if you got him in. Just put him in charge of put Arsenal's him in charge defense. of Arsenal's defense or something. He'd sort it he out. Just, he just uh, wouldn't know. But, but this is the this is the interesting thing because we saw it with. Uh, Remember we've spoken about this on the on the shed last season, on the season before, when Martinez took over from David Moyes. Yeah. And it was the David Moyes defence and the Martinez attack was the most yes. successful yes. point wise yeah. season that Everton have had in the Premier League. Yeah. And you're looking now, you know, perhaps the same players remember that kind of organisation. Yeah. But then again, the defence was a fucking shambles last year and, and yeah. now they look alright. Talking of new managers, um, didn't watch Chelsea Arsenal. 
Uh, yeah, I watched. I've seen. Uh, watched I watched the mini match, which, by yeah. the way, Optus is the best thing they've done in their whole existence of being involved in football. The mini match. The mini match they did it for the World Cup. And they're now doing it for the Premier League. So you get twenty-five minutes of highlights. Right. The Chelsea Arsenal game was chaos. Like it was obviously two new managers. No one could defend. Everyone just run around. Kante is now apparently attacking midfielder. Yeah. What? What is yeah. that? Why? <laughs> Why bizarre. are you doing that? I don't know. Because well, because he loves um, Jorginho and thinks he'll be better slightly further back, and thinks can take an offer something going yeah. forward. He I can't guess. though. Well, can he, can, he? he can, but I think you lose. You lose less, Kante. You lose less yeah. in your game. Yeah, and I, I do enjoy though watching Kante get into the penalty box, and you can see him panic. <laughs> he's just like, I don't know what to do now. Whereas like, normally he never panics. Yeah, usually he's just like, I just pass it to that guy, and he does something. But now. He's like, I've got to shoot or do something. Or I, I just think that Sarri doesn't really know what he's doing yet. But they've won two. But isn't that a good? It's a good place to be doing that from. Uh, you know, having six points on the board. That's amazing. He got six uh, points. But on the I board. agree. There are sh- like at the back, like they cannot, they will not finish top four this season if David Luiz is playing centre back for the entire season. Yeah. They look a mess at the back. Like in that game, I actually don't think that Arsenal look. Too bad. They missed two massive sitters. Three. They admit they missed three. I reckon from within within the six yard box. Aubameyang had two, and Mkhitaryan had one. And I would say all three of those chances were like ninety five percenters. It wasn't like you know, or it could have gone either way. They they were they would normally be nailed on, and. You know, Chelsea just look a mess at the back. So do Arsenal. But it chaos was, of a game. It was chaos. So why is Kante playing further forward so and Hazard is on the bench? So Sarri was coach at Napoli before Chelsea and he had Jorginho, who's Brazilian-born Italian, who plays like the number four defensive midfielder, but he's like a Perlo. So yeah. he doesn't... Doesn't run too much. Doesn't Yeah, doesn't run too much, doesn't do the tackling bit, but he just sprays balls. He's like a quarterback and just passes it around and... Um, it was man and, of the match at the weekend. Yeah, and when when he gets it right, he's brilliant. But in the Premier League, does it work? Can um, you afford it? Yeah, and Sari is like wedded to a four three three, so he wouldn't play four two three one. And if you had four two, you could have Kante and him, and that would make sense. Like with Drinkwater and Kante at Leicester, exactly. Yeah, it's very similar to that. So, so why was Hazard on the bench then, and Kante still on the pitch? Match fit. Yeah, I think Hazard is just a. Yeah, it's just coming back late from the World Cup, but I, both games when he's come on, he's, he's made something brilliant. I, I've got a feeling that if, if he if he stays at Chelsea this year, he'll be there or thereabouts with Player of the Year because he had a great World Cup, and I think he looks like he's brought that back. And if his head's in the right place, and I think it will be because he's playing for a manager that actually likes to play football and yeah. you know, attacking football. And Sarri he's, loves him. Sarri's his little like, um, yeah. jink for the. The winning the goal, goal was was, was brilliant. Yeah. Have you noticed that Sari has little arms? No. He's Is quite, it just his big t-shirt? Bloke. No, he's got he's got little tiny arms. <laughs> There's a picture of him on last week's. Uh, yeah, so it's t-shirt. like he's got um. I mean, look, we've made rules this year on the football shed to not not be insulting to. <laughs> so I'm going to try and choose a little arm analogy that doesn't insult a whole cross section of society. <laughs> so he looks like he has the arms of. Kitten, <laughs> but like a sick it looks kitten, like a pot- in yeah. a jumper. It does look a little like a potato, and then you know you get these little yes, wire things does. when you're a kid, and yeah, you like make pipe cleaners. Thank you, and you make a thing out of it. He looks. He's got a little pipe cleaner. He's got a big, big t-shirt. Chest. On. Yeah, yeah. Big, he really does, yeah. doesn't he? But I, I mean, I, 
Yeah, I, I think you're right. He doesn't know what he's doing yet. But oh, I thought you said he's right. He's got little arms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna look out for that now. But I, but I, I mean, I enjoyed the game. Like it was. Um, but I don't think, you know, if we look at Chelsea being, I think they'll be very happy, fig still figuring stuff out and being, yeah. you know, on six points. Whereas you look at the Arsenal. other side of it with Arsenal, they're but, in the one off the relegation zone. But I think that it's not as bad as it seems. Now, I know, I mean, I'd love sticking the boot into Arsenal normally, but I, I don't actually think they've been as bad as all that this year. I think they had some spells against Man City when they looked okay. Yeah. And I think that they could have easily won that game against Chelsea. And I've got a suspicion that they might uh, spank West Ham. Yeah, they're weekend. playing West Ham next week. And West Ham are a mess. Yeah. Before, we go, before we move on to West Ham being a yeah. mess... I've got to say, I actually feel sorry for Arsenal fans, and this isn't a, this isn't yeah. a joke. Usually, yeah. usually it is. Uh, I genuinely have a bit of sympathy for them because because mm. I, I genuinely think that um, that their fans are are good. Yeah. They they understand football. Like usually, if you talk to an Arsenal fan, you, you can talk about the complexities of the game. You find Arsenal fans all over the place, and it. Yeah. And you know, Stan Kroenke's just become the major shareholder. Like that's a, it's a it's you feel the sorry for changing. anyone. That's and to. and it's been so um, secure for so long. Then and the aspirations have been, you know, want to win the league every year. Want to win the league every year. And this kind of transition as a fan has it's been getting progressively worse. They're not qualifying for the Champions League, and then the you the, know, the changing the league, manager. Been and a while, though. The, but the. But it just feels like there is a realization right now in Arsenal supporters that actually times are getting tougher, and and we don't have a, a god given right to do this thing, and now we're scrapping for it like the rest, and and I I feel a bit I just feel for him. I think that's a hard trans. You know, football in life is one of the one of the greatest things, yeah. and if you're used to you know what it's like as a United yeah. fan, if you're used to unbridled success or at least the the hope of unbridled success, it hurts when, when it you realize yeah. it's just. And oh. what would hurt most as an Arsenal fan is just across the road in Tottenham, they're going great guns and their stadium is just a little bit bigger yeah. and a little yeah. bit better, which they did on purpose just to rub it in. But it's <laughs> been the other way yeah. for, you know, it was the other way for a long, long time. Yeah. So I don't feel much sympathy with Arsenal. <laughs> no, 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 no. Stop. Go real mind and listen. I didn't say I feel sympathy with Arsenal. Their I fans. felt sorry with Arsenal sorry. supporters. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that... I. I just feel going through that kind of transition as a, as a football yeah. fan is hard and life is different now and they're going to have to really reassess what think, good looks like. And I think, you know, the Wenger stay out for staying for too long is part of that as well. It's killed it the was last like, three or four years. Yeah, it was like yeah. staying in a bad relationship because you've got kids. Yeah. Or something like that. <laughs> like, just plodding you, you know, you're just sort of, they're still just carrying on. But every everyone knew that Wenger probably should have gone yeah. earlier and it, it's. I think it's been bad for the club that that he stayed on. The kids went to uni did. and then they went. Yeah, let's yeah. just get let's, this. Let's, fuck let's, this. Let's go, <laughs> what do you think he does? Do you think he watches the games? What do you um, think he's doing now? Do you reckon he still wears his coat? Definitely, he's still <laughs> zipping up his little jacket. <laughs> He's sitting out in the cold on a bench. <laughs> I, I imagine outside the stadium. I imagine him. I imagine him going. I collect, get his paper in the morning, and he's got nothing on but his little slippers and his big coat. And he goes out to get the paper, and then so, someone's walking past, and a gust of wind comes or something, and then we'll see him on the news, and he'll be arrested for indecent exposure. Or something. I'm talking of feeling sorry for fans. Um, that seems like a good segue for West Ham because West Ham are a mess. Like, they are, aren't they? They yeah. lost at home to Bournemouth, my most hated manager in the world, Eddie Howe. Um, but Bournemouth, to give him his dues, they 
have won the most points this calendar year, apparently, from point being behind and then winning points. And they've done the uh, Eddie Howe thing as well, John, of not changing at all. <laughs> not yeah. doing anything. Just do the same thing yeah. again. Yeah, but West Ham just look awful. Like some of the, Have you seen Wilson's goal for Bournemouth? Mm. Yeah. He kind of just runs through the defence. and they There's talk about it like over. being a really good goal. It's not oh, a good I goal. I thought it was a shit goal. I just think there's three, three defenders in the immediate vicinity of Callum Wilson when he gets the ball. And then there's another West Ham player tracking back. So it's essentially four of them. And between the four of them, they still couldn't figure it out. And it was kind of like, as as it rolls and he's getting closer to goal, the levels of panic are like g- going yeah, up. <laughs> and then in the end, someone dives in and then he scores. You're like, how did that happen? But the thing is, I don't I don't care what how many defenders were there, how like how many people he strolled through because they've got the pace of Zabaleta times four. Flappy Hansky should have saved it. Oh yeah, yeah like yeah, if, yes. if, yeah. like if it was just yeah. him on his own and Flappy Hansky, you hate Flappy. It Hansky. still should have been a, a comfortable save. So it's yeah. like he's watching him stroll through all players. He goes, "No, it's right, lads. I got this. I got this." Oh, he's gone. Two more. Oh no. Oh no, it's me. Oh what a, fuck! Yeah. And then he just like flops over. It's and, a joke. And West Ham have Arsenal next week, so London derby, and both sets of fans are in a bit of a. Is it home or away? It's at Arsenal. So, goals. Goals, yeah, goals. If there's not goals in this game, I'll eat and, my hat. And this is the thing, because you look at um, Pellegrino, the water boy. Yeah. Pellegrini? The... <laughs> Pellegrino. No, he, it's Pellegrini, but he's got a the, um, so the, the sparkling. Yeah, the water, yeah sparkling water. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a... If you're gonna, if you've got the buy-in of your players, I know they're new, and I know that you're gonna say that I'm wrong for saying this yeah. or whatever, or, or it's yeah. too early to say. But but if you're one nil up at half time, you're what do you say at half time? What you, you make sure you win. You're you make home. sure you fucking win. Yeah, yeah. Or you you know that's when you as a as a coach as a manager inspiring this group. That's when you can have a real effect. You're one nil up. You're ready to go. Yeah. You don't have to like be Winston Churchill to turn it round. Yeah. You do, this is. So to then concede two goals in the second half and look pathetic in the second half. And then Pellegrino. Ooh, I, I just don't Pellegrini. know. Pellegrini. Yeah, Pellegrini. Thank you. Um, afterwards came out and said to the press that he was upset with the West Ham fans leaving early. It's his first game at home. Don't get the fans on your back. First game at home. Oh He's like, God. oh, there's fans leaving early. We're still in it and stuff. I'm like, because there's only one tube. <laughs> it's a bit like Everton last year, though. I think with the scattergun approach to to signing players, and you look at the West Ham team, and you're like, oh, they don't really have a midfielder. Where's no. the holding midfielder? Where's a where's a central midfielder that's gonna, you know, take the? I mean, I know Mark Noble's still there. Just but they, they played Mark they, Noble and Jack Wilshere, who Noble has no knees. And Jack Trillshire has one knee <laughs> that doesn't like, function very yeah, well, exactly. yeah. and they're both very slow. He's yeah. So and slow. So okay. So when I said I feel sorry for for Arsenal fans, I don't feel as sorry for West Ham fans because I think that the net because there's all this money flying around. I think after Christmas they'll have had a, another transfer window by the end of next summer. I actually think that they're on the up. Like they hit rock bottom last year when coins were getting thrown at their owner and they had a pitch invasion. Yeah. That was rock. That bottom. was pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> and, and staying in the Premier League. Getting rid of David Moyes, all of these things are positive. Yeah. Getting the Waterman in, yeah. all good. Some suspect signings, but you know you've got to do what you do when you're trying to rebuild a whole squad. Yeah. So and they had to lower the average age of that squad. Yeah. I mean, what they had Patrice Evra and Zabaleta. Yeah, and like, they had Jose Font at the back. They, as well. Was... They had to do something. Yeah. So I think that they've they've scattergunned it, and all they need to do is survive till January. They'll do a bit better second half, and next year is their year. 
after two games, we're already looking at next year. I think year. they'll stay up, but I've just got a feeling. Do you think they might get sucked in? I think they could really struggle. They, they play Arsenal this weekend, and I think there'll be goals. But I can also see Arsenal clicking and smashing them. And yeah. if, they, if they lose 4-0 to Arsenal, they're suddenly bottom of the league, lost three games in a row, everyone's just going... And the next home game, if they suddenly go a goal down, they're just like... It's almost oh. like we predicted this about yeah. three weeks ago. Yes. But the thing Flop is, the if, if, they go, um, if they go down... They're fucked. Yeah. They're, people don't... I mean, they're giving away free tickets to kids at that stadium anyway. So, so if they go down, it's, it's all screwed. over. And it's not just like a short-term thing. They can't go it's... back to Upton Park. No, it doesn't no. exist. No, so it doesn't exist. I think there's, there'll be three teams that'll be worse than them this year. But I do think they are in a bit of a mess. I they're think they really might strong. change manager. They might dial in Big Sam again and uh, <laughs> oh, rescue him. Oh. But uh, yeah, I, I think Arsenal might click. Because like I said, I don't think Arsenal been that bad. And I... Um, it's heard something in the week that I I didn't know. There's been a bit of talk about Aubameyang after the Chelsea game, obviously because yeah. he missed a lot of chances. And I've always just thought of him as being really good. Yeah. Apparently, he was a bit like that at Dortmund. Yeah. Okay. Like a bit fl- flaky. So he'd sort of go on these streaks of scoring loads of goals and being amazing, but then he'd also go through spells of you know missing, missing lots of chances. Yeah. But oh. I just I've got a feeling that Arsenal will score Smash a lot of goals. Yeah. Um, the other. Um, 3-2 game with game with lots of goals at the weekend was Brighton against Man United now I don't really want to talk about it because I had a whinge last week but I want to mention one thing that you sent to us Rog was that the Brighton centre-back Balogun um, who's new to the Premier League who's new to the Premier League signed on a for Mainz? Mainz, yeah, yeah. signed on a free by Brighton and uh, Duffy the Brighton centre-back gets injured um, so he comes on after about half an hour afterwards he was just like Oh, they're all telling me the Premier League's really hard. It's really fast. It's going to be really difficult. It's a bit faster than the German league. He's like, it was so easy. Like, it was slow, <laughs> predictable. <laughs> Everything was in front of you. Yeah. You just like, you just like, you just watch them play in front of you. You just stand there, and then when they pass it to you, you just go, oh, "I'll have that, thanks." And go on, son. Is, is that his first game in the Premier League? His first game, and he played against a Jose team. Yeah, and won yeah, three two. Yeah, he's not going to have that next week, is he? No, but he shouldn't have it against Man United. But it just, no. uh, I think United at the moment look like a bunch of players that have no confidence. Mm. And they're not, they're not, Jose was at his best when he had teams that were fully invested in what he was trying to do. And they were all on side and, you know, they, the players, like some of those old Chelsea players would probably, you know, would have, they would have gone into war with Jose. Yeah. He's lost that completely. And I just think you look at that Man United team now and they genuinely look like a bunch of players that aren't enjoying it, aren't completely sure in what they're doing, don't believe in what they're doing. And I don't think that's... You can't play good football. And, and talk like about half-time inspiration. Mm. You're 3-0 down, 3-1 three, three, down, 3-1 down at half-time. Yeah, 3-1 at half-time. <clears throat> and they still come out just as slow and pathetic in the second half. And talking of the... Um, Optus mini matches so I watched the Man United mini match against Brighton and it's 25 minutes long and then the first half was about 19 and a half minutes and then the second half was just nothing and then the penalty and from everything I've read and heard Man United didn't do anything in the second half you're 3-1 down like attack do you do try something how good was Murray's goal oh, oh yes oh, <laughs> oh yeah I like love that inhale yes. yeah that was Aguero scored a similar one. I just, I just very, love the fact good. that he's 34, has never been good in the Premier League, no. apart from last year. And he does that over one of the best goalkeepers <laughs> in the world. Showboats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, uh, on the other side of the coin, 
the goal you conceded from the corner, Duffy, mm. was one oh. of the worst, worst, most badly defended corners I've seen for a long time. They should have scored from the first chance, but then somehow the ball comes back out and it gets crossed back in, pings around a bit, and then Brighton score. There just is no way in the world. And even the corner was... They got the corner in the first place from yeah. by like, absolutely needlessly having a swing at the ball. He could have just put it out for a throw-in, yeah. 40 yards from goal, no risk. 30 million. But st- steady, but, Sorry. No, 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 he was more. I think he's 55. No, Bailly, no, he was Bailly's no. 30. But we pay 30 for Bailly and Lindelof, 30 each. Bargains. <laughs> they look... They look... Awful. Awful, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, uh, good on Brighton. Uh, they won last year against United as well, but uh, I think it says more about United than it says about Brighton. I, I don't think. want to talk too much about Man City because it's it's it is what it is. But we should talk about how good they are. Um, you, my prediction last week that Aguero would be benched. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> Jeff's, Jeff's, Jeff's inside knowledge on Aguero getting rested. That was good. I was loving it the day before when the article came out going, Aguero possibly to be benched by City. I'm like, oh man, I'm all over this it's, punditry shit. I put him and as my... He, uh, he just stands up and scores his like 15th hat And I put him as my uh, captain oh, on for fantasy football. Yeah. But they played, um, they beat Huddersfield 6-1 um, and were brilliant. Um, but they played Jesus and Aguero, which mm. I've not seen before. Well, I think they, they were saying Worrying. they yeah. did it to match up because um, Huddersfield got a draw there last year, and yeah, I think okay. um, Guardiola was uh, a bit surprised with the way that Huddersfield, um, you know, lined up and basically had five across the yeah. park, and they sort of stifled Man City a bit. And so I think he went the two up top mm. to try and match them in midfield yeah. and be able to go a bit more direct. Yeah. Over the top to you know having an Aguero and Jesus. Aaron Moy, Aaron Moy didn't play because his uh, missus was having a kid. Yeah, it's a big miss. He had the day off. Yeah. Well, she's uh, not that big. <laughs> but I, uh, the other thing I did want to talk about. She just about, birth. Yeah. She shrunk. Obviously, Aguero, amazing. Two brilliant finishes again. Oh, like his, his first goal was amazing. His first goal was amazing. Um, I liked his his um, hat trick goal as well. It was similar to yeah. Murray's, not as good. But Mendy is. Amazing, brilliant! Like I'm Jeff's flop of the year. Jeff's flop year. of the year. Like, he was the flop of the year he, last year. He, he, tell me what he did last year. Got injured. Flop. Looked like the best <laughs> fullback in the league until he got injured, and now he looks like the best fullback in the league. Again. So he had but three good games out of thirty-eight. He will add another dimension to them he this year. Amazing. He's so good. It's, it's. I don't know if that Monaco team is as good. Like if all the players are as good as we thought they were when they were when Monaco were really good. Like we've seen some of them be shit. Like Bakayoko, yes, yeah, rubbish. Yeah. But Mendy, who was brilliant then, looks to me like he's going he's to the real be deal. awesome. Yeah, yeah, I think he's brilliant. And David Silva's free kick was awesome. Yeah, they're just really good, aren't they? Um, I watched a little bit. Um, yeah, they're really, really good. <laughs> so annoying. Oh. Talking of really good teams um, who didn't actually play that well, I watched a little bit of a Liverpool Palace game on Tuesday morning, um, and Liverpool weren't very good. But they won 2-0. That is a game Liverpool always lose. They won ugly. Um, and good on them. Yeah, they did really well. Like, they didn't... It wasn't working. Salah wasn't on form. It wasn't flowing. The passing weren't happening. And that's because Palace are brilliant at what they do. Defend. They break it up. Um, Palace have looked really good so far. Yeah. And, yeah, they do look really good. But Roy Hodgson came out afterwards and... Roy Hodgson doesn't get that angry, but he was—you could tell he's a little bit flustered. You know when, like, there's an old man in the queue at the Safeways or whatever, and he gets a bit flustered, and he's just like, "Oh no, oh, he's, he's about to shit." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Safeway. 
Yeah, that's been a while, is it? Woolworths. <laughs> yeah, what's it called? Woolworths. No, but it's the same colours, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's same colours, same same. Like, yeah. did they go bust fifteen years ago? No, no Safeway's still there. It's still Was that good. Summerfield? No, that's no. in the UK. Safeway's Woolworths. Safeway used yeah. to be. No, wait a minute. UK. Hold on. No, Safeway's not in Australia, is it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. We've no. been here for ten years. Yeah. No. No, yeah. no it's yeah, always so been Woolworths. Iceland. You're thinking of Iceland. There was Safeways that turned into Woolworths. Yeah. Same as in the UK, there were safe ways to turn Yeah, I don't think that's right. But anyway, so Roy's in a supermarket. Um, <laughs> and his neck's wobbling. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's wobbling. But he came out afterwards and was really angry about the penalty that Liverpool got at the end of the first half. It was just a blatant penalty. Like, he was like, I've watched football for 50 years and I've been in football and it was never a penalty. Oh, that does my head in. And it was a penalty. Like, the guy kicked, he's like, oh, but he was trying to defend. Well, yeah, but he was trying to defend, and he missed the ball, got the player. Took the player. It's a pre- I can see why he's annoyed. It's the I think the way sort of Salah, um, we didn't accentuate no, the contact, but he kind of just sort of stumbled yeah. back. It was a penalty. It was a penalty. Yeah, but it does make like you know we have a big whinge about old white managers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I hate the. Oh, I've seen a lot of football in my yeah. time, and I've never seen something like that. Yeah. Ian Holloway does it all the time, yeah. and who's that bloke who's in the championship now? Who's um. You know, a white guy. You've seen him. Steve, uh, Steve McLaren. <laughs> sure, McLaren. sure, anyone. Yeah. Oh, I've been in football a long time. Yeah. And No, Cardiff manager. Who's Cardiff manager? Oh, Neil no, Warnock. No, no, no. Bloody Neil Warnock. Oh, he does it every day of his life. Um, Simon, do you have a Safeway update? Safeway was the trading name of Woolworths in Victoria until 2008. See, um, I'm in wow. here in 2007. So who that first year would have thought it? Well, go. Great, yeah. John. Um, you're winning. Yes. So, um, should we look for, have a quick look forward to next week's games? We've had a look at a few, but I think one of the big ones is Man United Spurs. Yeah. Well, I think um, last year you had one chance, scored one goal, they had one chance and didn't score and you won one nil. I reckon it might be similar. I Yeah, I have a sneaky feeling it's going to be one of those games that Mourinho is going to come out smugly afterwards and go, oh, yeah, it was a great performance. And yeah, Lukaku scores one goal. Um after 30 minutes and then we defend and 1-0 I, I, I disagree mm-hmm. well, what do you, I disagree what do you think? I just think there is so much pressure on Mourinho Mourinho his brother with a moustache <laughs> Romino oh I'm like a new manager <laughs> I'm from Portugal um <laughs> He's going to pop up, little brother. Yeah, Luigi. Yeah. <laughs> Marigi. And, um, and I think it's different. I think it's going to be different. Because I don't think... Um, what, like, as in he'll let the hand break off? I think he has to. I think there's too much... I, I think there's too much pressure on him to display himself as a more dynamic coach than there was last year. Last year it was, you know, we won three trophies the year before, we're doing well, the second best team in the league, etc. He has to know that this is this is it, really. He's got a, he's got a month and Zidane's sniffing up his crotch. I don't think Zidane not, yeah. will get the main night job. I, it's, it's for, do you know, next season, <clears throat> I can see Pochettino being Man United manager, I can see Marco Silva being Spurs manager. That's my prediction. I think Marco Silva needs to stay. Just like you said, Marco Silva needs to stay at one club longer than a year. He just has to. Because the thing is, he's proved (laughs) that he's almost too good for the club he's gone because he's done exceptionally well. And it's like, oh, the next next one up once again. But then when Everton gave him the job, sorry, back to Everton. When Everton gave him the job, 
one of the big question marks over his head was his longevity. Does he? So I think actually, as a coach, he needs to prove that he does. Yeah, have his that. his stocks were down a bit. I think yeah. he was going to go to Evan because I think you were obviously chasing him initially. But mm. I don't know if there would have been that many other desirable jobs coming up at that point. Whereas I think if he does well, Everton, his next club will then be, be massive. Be yeah. massive. Uh, so sorry, I think United are going to do. More than you both said, but I think they're going to lose. What did you think about um, Pogba's penalty, by the way? Oh, I quite enjoyed it. He started his run up the same. And yeah. Went, oh no, I'm going to go fast. It was like <laughs> it was like someone pressed fast forward on the remote. I really liked it. It was like it's like I thought he was going to do the same thing, and then suddenly it's like. <laughs> it was quite good, yeah. and it was a really good penalty. Yeah, yeah. but also pointless because it's right near the end. Yeah. Um, another game I'm looking forward to watching um, is Wolves against Man City because mm. Wolves got up last year playing good football and have looked pretty good so far. Like, the results haven't gone their way, but they look pretty good. And obviously Man City are amazing. But I think it's just going to be goal fest. I think it's just attack, attack, attack. Because Do you think Wolves can let it be attack, attack, attack? Though, their midfield is Neves and Moutinho. There's two Portuguese attacking players. They don't have a defensive midfielder. <laughs> it's going to be a goal fest. Like there's no way uh, they they've got nothing to do other than attack. I mean, they try and play the same football as Man City. They yeah. really do. They they it's possession. It's and if anything, they're a bit quicker than Man City. And when I say that, I mean they try and act more quickly. They don't try and act as composed and build up. They try and act quicker. I'm not saying they're quicker players. Um, I think it's going to be a great game of football. I think Wolves are going to get smashed. When are we ever going to sit here in the shed and say that a team isn't going to get smashed against Man City at the moment? Yeah, true. Well, it's, and it's Very funny because we talked last year, or at the start of this year, we said we wonder if teams will try and play differently against Man City um, because last year the teams that looked like causing them the most problems were the teams that went at them a bit them, and tried yeah. to play football. But I think in the first two weeks we've seen why teams are hesitant to do that against Man City because you're scared of getting absolutely spanked because they look so good and if you open up a bit and give them space they've got so many players that can just punish you you. it is scary but I I mean I I agree I think Wolves have been a bit unlucky so far they've played some good football um, and they'll be fine um, but I think they'll struggle to win this game Is there any other games anyone's looking out for? I've got one more if, 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 before anyone else says anything. Huddersfield Cardiff nil nil done. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I did want to uh, Bristol City won this morning. No one cares. Right? No one cares. Uh, no one cares. <laughs> but no, I didn't want to talk about Bristol City. They won three 0 against QPR. Oh, QPR yes. are in an absolute. Mess. Well, that was going to be. We'll go on to side stories because that was going to be my side story. Okay. Was QPR. They smashed seven one. They lost seven one to, to, to West Brom. West Brom. Um, West Brom <laughs> scored seven goals. Well, no, but the best thing about this, so it's one all. Steve McLaren is QPR coach, so ex England manager. So one all at half time. He should be quite good. Um, he's not. Um, one all at half time, and you think you know, there's, there's a game. They lost 7-1. What did he say at half-time? Oh, like, it's the half-time show, that isn't it? That is the <laughs> worst half-time tea talk of all time. But the best thing was watching his face when it was happening. He was the same this morning in the City game. And you know he's got that the wally with the brolly phrase where that came from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he had that look on his face where it was like he just genuinely had no idea <laughs> oh, what was no. happening. Like, oh no. No idea how to change it. Then, um, so West Brom are now sponsored by this boiler company, which I mentioned. Yes. Oh my yes. God. So they've got, a, their mascot's a boiler. Yeah. And so all, their, so all their fans were chanting, our boiler's better than you. <laughs> our boiler's better than you. <laughs> 
They are that shit. Yeah, they're in all sorts. And they've just been, um, had a massive fine because when they came up in 2012, they broke the um, financial fair play rules. Too right they did. So they've just got a huge fine. So they're in all sorts of debt. Are they they've, still owned by the AirAsia guy? Fernandez. Fernandez. Yeah, yeah Fernandez. But they're bottom of the championship. They're shipping goals for fun. They've got no money. They can't sign. They've got a transfer embargo. Yeah. Like they played for, lost for. Thing is Brilliant. that I mean I've I've been quite sympathetic towards supporters and clubs on yeah. today's shed, but fuck them. They deserve that. When they when they came up, they were a joke. And QPR <laughs> have got a little bit of a like. Oh, we're bigger and better than this. They are Actually, not. They're crap. No, I remember when Adel Tarat when he played there and Royston Drenthe yeah. played like you are signing players that represent you as human beings. Yeah. You like and and they are horrible. So, sorry QPR fans, I, I don't mean any disrespect, but go do one. Do one. <laughs> um, is it time for Scotland side story, Simon? Oh, that all, was all S's. Scotland oh, side story oh, with Simon. Um, what's happening in Scotland, Simon? Oh, it's football. How, f- how, far in, football. how far in are we? Two games. Two games. So, there's a lot of predictions that we can make at this point. Nice. And uh, Celtic, Celtic are going to win the league. <laughs> yeah, but, well, do you know what? Celtic are, are actually in sixth. Oh wow. yeah, they lost to Hearts, uh, who are top of the top of the the table at the moment with two wins out of two. Wowzers! So how's um Stevie Gerrard? That's what everyone wants to know. How's yeah. Stevie, how's Stevie and Gerrard? Well, it's, you know, the the theme that I found out tonight is it's all about the English managers in Scotland. Oh, yeah. it used to be the Scottish managers in England. Yeah, and now there's Paul Lambert. No, he's gone. He's uh, gone. Yeah. London, isn't yeah. Um, so Stevie Gerrard's doing all right. Go on. How are Rangers going? Well, they're third, so they, they drew against Aberdeen in the first round, and then they won at the at the weekend. Aberdeen are, are in fifth because they drew against Rangers and won at the weekend. And Aberdeen are your uh, your team. Aye, the mighty Don. Aye, it's like a rutted field that they play on. It's like someone's taking out the turnips. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Stevie Jarrah seems to be seems to be going bad. I'm just waiting for the next financial malfeasance to come along, and they lose all their points and get kicked out again because they go to administration for the third Is that going to happen again? Who's to, I really hope so. Where's their money coming from now? Some dodgy Dutch dude. They um Because yeah, they it's... won in the Europa League last week, didn't they? Um, yeah. I want to talk about Europa League as well. Yeah, well, go on. Because um, they got through, which I wouldn't expect them to because I mean, that's actually a really big deal for Rangers because Celtic lost... To in the Champions League, Champions League. League. Yeah. so they're yeah. through so they're, the Europa League they get to buy a playoff fault, no, not playoff. Around, yeah. Yeah. to get into the Europa League yeah. Yeah. Uh, Celtic do yeah. Yeah. yeah so apparently according to uh, UEFA Scotland is the third best nation for football in Europe this year how come? because of the uh, the coefficient scoring so this is the, the scoring that means that the, where they are in, in the UEFA rankings, which then means what how many yeah. Champions League places and so forth. Uh, so Scotland are um, the third best country in Europe behind Serbia and Slovakia. Wowzers. Yeah. So, yeah. one minute. How does that so, work? Because they've played so many games already? Basically, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Qualifications. Again, we get one point for a win and half a point for a draw. And... Aberdeen have played lots are of games. Out. Yeah. They they they've Bayern played league. games, yeah. yeah. They, they play games and they went but the other three teams that are in Europe are still in Europe. And they've won 
what was it? They've won nine and they've drawn seven. And the English teams, but it's only been Burnley. Played, and oh yeah, Burnley have played. Yeah. But when you get, but when you get through to the second round, then they start getting double yeah. points and so forth. So at the moment. Well, I just hope there is another good team in Scotland this year because no one, like, I, I had a bit of interest in the Scottish League when Rangers and Celtic were competitive. And you had, like, Gaza um, playing there and, and Henrik Larson. And... Boring. Yeah. To be in Scotland in the 1990s when it was Rangers won the league nine times on the trot and then, then Celtic won the league. 20, 10 times on the trial. Yeah. It was so fucking. But they had good players though. They had great players. Nakamura, yeah, and Henry Larson. Larson. Larson scored two goals a game, every game. Two yeah. goals. Uh, it, 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 who was it? Um, oh, I can't remember. So, what, Van Dyke was Celtic, yeah. wasn't he? Um, and Ven, Venegor of Hesselink. Oh, yeah, wow. <laughs> so, oh, him. Yeah, he was um, for Celtic. Just, so, just to confirm the coefficient comment. Mm. So, what you're saying is Scotland is. A country, <laughs> according <laughs> like yes. it's like its own country. <laughs> yes, yes, we are because it has its own football association, as do England, as does Wales, as does Northern Ireland. Okay, so we we may be. That's so they're basically they're the best of the worst. So they've yeah. got what like their own or the third best. You can be third a Scot- you can be the you can be a Scottish citizen. Yes, it's making me think about this new um, World Cup system with the you I'm know the so teams <laughs> yeah. that aren't so good or play each other, and then they get to go play with the big boys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's gonna be awful. Well, no, this is how the coefficient thing's been working for years. So Scotland used to be uh, like sixth or seventh, and that's why they used to have two. The champions of the Premier League would go into the Champions League. And then the second place would also then go to qualification. But we went from up there to 26th. So now Celtic have to qualify. Yes. Interesting. And they have to go in an early round of qualification. How's Arzani going at Celtic? Oh, I have no idea. I don't think he's played. He hasn't played. He hasn't played. He's he's going to be gutted. It will be good to get you back on later in a later shed this year to do a bit of an Arzani update. update. Yeah, that would be good. Is it a good move for him, do we think? Yes. I think it's excellent. It's a step up for me, isn't it? Playing under Brendan Rodgers would be good because he plays good football. And, and also playing, play playing in Scottish football, it's it's fast and it's hard. It's like they're going to get kicked. You're going to get you're going to get punched. That, that is the only reason why and we've spoken about this again endlessly and I'm sure if you listen to the shit all the time but the only reason why critically claimed that Mikel Arteta made it in the Premier League because he was soft oh, left Barcelona yeah. was playing for Rangers. Yeah, and that's that's what. Gave him his nous about how to survive in Britain. I don't think he was very good in the Premier League. It's Mikel Arteta. No, we will never agree on this. He was (laughs) the best player to never play for Spain. Stop stop talking about Spanish football. The the other thing that Scottish football does to you is when you when it's minus two at the warm point of the day in the middle of winter and you're still playing on a field and it's snowing and you can barely see the side. You got to toughen up. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think it'd be how old is he? And he's eighteen, nineteen, 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 isn't he? Yeah, nineteen. I think that's. Oh, I think you're right. I think that is two years up there. Smart, smart for men. Already, he's doing um, double training sessions every day with Brendan Rodgers before he before he gets his game yeah. time. And he's going to be playing playing in front of more people in Scotland than he would do. In the and being that bit closer yeah. to Europe, you know, if he has a good year with Celtic, and if Celtic are in the Europa League and he and he does well, two year old. Then is it two year? Yeah, two year long. Wow. So he's going to be and two years longs are quite light because there's a bit of consistency it's not like oh, I've got to impress or I'm out of the team or I'll go back no like I'm here for two years I can settle it's down it's quite a lot of faith exactly in right. Celtic structure and yeah. Brendan Rodgers and, and he can build he can, he's going to get yelled at by by 
Scottishman. Scotsman? Scotsman. <laughs> by British people. He's going to be yelled at by British people. From the, like, And these are angry people yeah. who eat pies who are going to yell at him all day if he, if, he, if he misplaces a pass. Yeah. And that, for a kid who's 19, who essentially has been, obviously his whole life he's been the best he's known at football, yeah. that is going to be a wake-up call for him. And that's great. Let's be honest, when Australians shout at you, it's it's quite humorous when a Scottish person shows at you. Too right, yeah, especially what, in like um, minus 10 degrees and your nuts are freezing off and you're, and you're trying to do a little and boner right. Right. Basically, right. basically <laughs> brought himself up head by other people and <laughs> got no nose, you're going to... Be a bit frightened. If you a boner, the yeah, Rabona yeah. when you kick it behind your leg. Yeah, yeah. Rabona. I thought you said a boner. <laughs> <laughs> if you were going to throw a Scottish traditional food from the stands, what would you throw? Scotch pie. Scotch pie. What? What about a frozen tatty scone? You don't know what Scotch pie is. Oh, Scotch it's a short crust pastry pie with thermonuclear heated mince in it and then mashed potato on the top. Oh, that's yeah. no, that's too soft. That you want like a Scotch damage. egg? Have you ever tried to eat a Scottish short crust pastry? No. Tatty's gone. I'd go. Like frozen. Food. Slightly Haggis. frozen. Boiled blood, isn't it? Um, are we ready for end feature? Did you have to... oh, oh, sorry, sorry Simon. I've got, I've got Go Livingston manager, Kenny Miller. Yeah. Oh, he's gone. He left. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. How long? How long? 40 days? By mutual consent or something. Seven weeks. Per, per oh, it's yeah. close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not the shortest ever step. Oh, do you know who's in, actually, do you know who's interested in that job? Tony Adams. Really? Oh. He's contacted uh, Livingston and so is uh, Paul Dalgleish. Oh, Kenny's son. son. Yeah. Is Kenny Miller going to go to Rangers and help out Stevie G? Who? Who? Kenny, Kenny Miller. Miller. Obviously there's a lot of history yeah, yeah. there. With... Uh, yes, that's, uh, I think that's... There's talk. There's talk. Talking might get a game, yeah. 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 Uh, can I um, have another yeah, little on. mini side story? It's not even a side story because I have any I, foundation. I one more interesting fact. Your, your favourite English... New young English player James Madison played for Aberdeen. Oh, oh that's a good fact. Yeah, he was fell at Aberdeen before he got the first team in Norwich. He's any surprise player of the year, James Madison. Maybe. Um, so in South Africa, was Aberdeen. Uh, so football is popular in South Africa, as you know. Um, they had a World Cup. This early. is a good start to a story, Jeff. Uh, now I'm basing this story on an Instagram post that I've done no prior research into. Oh, uh, this is going to be good. <laughs> However, <laughs> moving on, I saw an Instagram post that said that. <laughs> <laughs> what did it say? There's a picture of it. It is a picture of a bloke winning the man of the match competition. Obviously, you get a prize. You win yeah. man of the match, you're on telly. You know what he won? What? Five gig of data. <laughs> what? <laughs> on a SIM card. <laughs> And they've they've given him like a giant SIM card, like a giant check, so he can wow. pose with the camera. And it says Telcom five gig data. That's really odd. Wow! Congratulations. Wow. Well, on on that note, we should go to the end feature. Have you got a new uh, new song for us, Jeff? Yeah, you ready? Yeah. It's the same. Exactly it goes same. up. It goes up. It's exactly it's goes up. <laughs> So, talking of this week's oh. end feature, so last week... Oh, here we go. Last oh. week... I can hear the tone in his voice already. So, Jeff bet on Everton to beat Southampton and Tick. being over 2.5 goals in Leicester Wolves. Cross. So, Jeff lost. Rog bet on Everton to beat Southampton... Tick. ...plus over 1.5 goals. Tick. England... No, England. Burnley to beat Watford. Did not happen. Boo. I bet on. Oh, you can hear the voice. Smug. Because I'll, I'll tell you why I'm so smug in a moment. 
Uh, Andre Gray to score for Watford v Burnley. Andre? Which he Andre. 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 Not Andre. Yeah, Andre. 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 There's a victory, Rog. We've got a little victory yes. in. <laughs> which means I am top of the end feature league right now, which Ooh. I have never been. Early days, John. Early so, days. No, it's a very short season. So I'm very smug and happy to be top of the league. But uh, what are your bets for this week? Okay, I have bet on... It's a double header. Huddersfield to beat Cardiff. And Leicester to beat Southampton. Well, okay. Huddersfield to beat Cardiff, Leicester to beat Southampton. I think okay. those are pretty obvious results for Leicester's the weekend. Leicester's paying $3 as well. Uh, they're away, aren't they? Yeah. Add them together, $6.75. Wow, that's a big bet. It's a big bet. So, Huddersfield and Leicester. No. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Huddersfield and Leicester. You, you need a win, Jim. Uh, I've also gone Leicester, but I've wimped out a bit and just gone to win a half. And that's a weak bit. And <laughs> then I've gone Arsenal to beat West Ham and over two and a half goals. Uh, and it's paying four dollars fourteen. That's a, that's a well, good bet. Good bet this week, Rog. I've gone for Palace to beat Watford, paying two eighty. That's it. That's it. That's it. Palace have looked good and I the reason I've bet against away, Watford, though. Watford away, yeah. Um they've won two. Um out of two so that's obviously a good start but this time last year West Brom had won two out of two and then got relegated and at this time last year people were talking about oh maybe Tony Pulis is going to have a challenge for the top four and maybe West Brom are really good and I think Watford are going to do exactly the same sorry wait, well, wait a minute wait a minute West Brom won their first two games of the Premier League season last year yeah and then they didn't win again didn't until win again April for... there we go that's, that's <laughs> yeah. how it happened <laughs> but they um, Watford also started well last year and, and then, then completely fell off, and I think yeah. the same will happen this year. But it's a bit early. But uh, yeah, yeah. Palace at two eighty. Okay, good show. Um, is anything? Anyone got anything else before we go? No, it's been great. It's been great to have a Scottish expert in in the shed. Thanks for coming, Simon. 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 Um, thanks apart everyone. From, oh, you know, apart from Michael Bridges, you're you're our, you're our second shed guest. Michael Bridges is slightly better at football than you. Marginally, it's all about the reason. But not better at FIFA. I don't yeah, know. He's, he's, he's probably pretty good at FIFA. He's. Bridget. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back next week. Um, and podcast will be out on Thursday morning. What are you going to say, Rog? Uh, is it Wednesday again next week? I'm yes. still, like, being Wednesday this <laughs> week, I was a bit like, wow, it's oh. Wednesday already. Oh. The podcast will be out every Thursday for your commute on Thursday mornings. Great. Um, but thanks for listening. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne the Swamp. <laughs> Um, get in contact with us shoot us an email at footballshedpodcast at gmail.com or find us on social media thanks for listening everyone see ya bye Wayne the Swamp